You might not hear it here first, but the conversation here is different because it includes you. Politics, diversity, religion, social justice, and what the hell were you thinking moments. Thought-provoking, inspirational, and sometimes shocking. Welcome to the Winner's Circle. Annette Latigue is here. It's time for Word on the Curb. Before I get started, I'd like to introduce my guests this evening, Dosha Brown, Shauna, Sherry, and Jeanette. I am honored to be here with these women because they're all women I admire and respect. I'm really happy about that. Word on the Curb is about people, places, and things. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Some of those good things, some of those things that are uncomfortable, some of those things that... Um, you might not hear too often, you know, like you're asleep when you're not voting. I don't care who you are and what you think and why you don't vote. If you're not voting and exercising your right to have a say in people who form policies that impact you, you're asleep. We're going to be talking about those things. We're going to be talking about what solidarity really means and how it works. But tonight is the sister curve. And we're talking about things that are out there in the streets. And, and for the record, for those elitists who will join us this evening, the streets are everywhere, mm -hmm. no matter where you live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about some of that stuff. And some of it you might like and some of it you won't. But I want to shout out the big easy, Ulabalo. Thank you for your commitment and the time that you invest in the community. Tonight, we're going to be gifting a lunch uh, gift card to the guest who comes on to hear us and comments the most. So, Ulabala at the Big Easy, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a good job. And I'd like to say to every parent anywhere who's lost a child to violence, we can turn the game around. Together we can. Solidarity. Don't harbor guns and don't harbor drugs. Know where your kids are, what they're doing, and who they're hanging with. That's the part we control. Our government has another part in ensuring that public safety is their top priority. So I just want to offer condolences to anybody who's lost a child. There's no good reason to lose one and there's never a right time. So my condolences to you and your family from Word on the Curve podcast and family. I'd also like to shout out small business owners. Elise Robinson, what are you doing over there with that pink smoke, girl? <laughs> Thank you for feeding us. Sakina Yvonne, down at the food bar and grill. Thank you. And to every other small business, the Ingram Kingdom Mobile Kitchen. Thanks for joining us. Sister Seafood, we see you, we hear you, and we're looking forward to the lobster. But the, to those of you who have a small business, thank you. We're going to get started. And the ladies are allowing me to kick off tonight. And this is about what women are talking about or not. And my first uh, comment, what I'd like to share about, is the emotional abuse we ignore and or don't recognize. And what I want to tell you tonight, what I'd like to share about tonight, Dosha, uh, Shauna, Jeanette, and Sherry, is emotional abuse is not always a significant other. Sometimes it's a cousin, it's a sister friend, and sometimes... It's just people, you know, places and families that create the atmosphere. But on the flip side of emotional abuse is you don't have to take it anymore, no matter who pushes it out. You don't have to take it anymore. I was in a situation and being emotionally abused and so far in left field, I didn't even realize it was happening. I didn't realize it was happening. And it was a friend a friend that I trusted and believed in. But the flip side of that is I had some girlfriends that I could trust and believe in and family members who supported me emotionally and helped me see it. So that's what I'm talking about tonight. Ladies? I think I'll, I'll chime in. 
I think that it is so important and a lot of times it's behavior that you overlook and I'll speak to it from a family member standpoint um, okay. I just recently had an issue uh, maybe you know we had death in the family and you know with having death in the family it really brings about an, an ugliness sometimes and um, myself and my cousin yeah, we're, we're all grown now and we had I had to basically like say something to an older family member um, and just let them know that even though we are your children we're not children we're still adults you know and we give respect and we expect respect you know we don't disrespect you in no way but as an adult you can't holler about you're going to do this or you're going to do that or you no. You know, as a, as adults, you know, we try to keep it respectful. And because they raised us a certain way, they feel they can still uh, behave in a certain manner or say certain things. And then you just overlook it and you overlook it. But as an adult, you say, I, I wouldn't allow anybody else, you know, to, to talk to me this way or treat me this way. You don't get a pass because we're related. No. So, yeah, I, I do agree. Anybody else? Well, I think that when it comes to um, emotional abuse, uh, I agree with you both, um, especially when you get older. Um, I think you see it a lot in the workplace um, where I see it more okay. that emotional abuse is, is heavy. Um, yeah. I'm a um, person, and I have to say it like this, that welcome confrontation. So <laughs> I don't, <laughs> so I don't, uh, I, I don't allow it. So, but I've seen it done to other people. And sometimes I want to step in and say, are you really letting them say that to you? Mm -hmm. so that's the demeanor that I have. So when mm -hmm. I see it, sometimes I see it a lot more in the workplace, more than I've seen it anywhere. Um, I've seen it in my home when I was younger, but um, as I gotten older, um, I think because I put up some boundaries that um, a lot of that, I, I don't tolerate emotional abuse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Boundaries are that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to chime in and just say I think that sometimes, especially as women, we tend to let things, you know, roll over our shoulder or not speak up on things. And I applaud you, Dosha, for having the the gumption to just say, "Look, I'm not going to tolerate that, and you're not going to speak to me however you want to." A lot mm -hmm. of um, women, and particularly older women, haven't reached that process yet haven't haven't developed that kind of of confidence that kind of support i know um back to what you were saying annette where you say that you have you know you have friends or you think you have good friends and and you're associated with other people and sometimes those friends are associated with people that you you rather not be associated with and so mm -hmm. things can get a little twisted and i you know i i, I think as women, we have to learn how to love each other better, be be better mm -hmm. friends to each other, and um, like be yeah, able. I absolutely to, agree with that. Yeah, be able to say, you know, I didn't like what you said the other night, or yesterday you said something that I found to be offensive, or yeah, you know, yeah. if I offended you, I saw the look that you had on your face, and if I offended you, mm -hmm. I didn't mean to do that. That wasn't my intent. So I think we need to be a little more kinder to one another, and I think. Um, because there's so much, and, and I'm not saying this to negate men, but because there's so much on our shoulders that we as women either voluntarily carry or choose to carry mm -hmm. or have to carry, that there are times when we just totally um, obliviate one another for no reason. And then sometimes our pride gets in the way and we you know, like, she ain't apologizing mm -hmm. to me. Well, I ain't apologizing to her. And well, if you see her, you tell her. I said, no, we, we got to stop with that. We got to start being more kind to one another and, and spreading that kindness around mm -hmm. so that others see it. And I, I, I'm like you, Dosha, in my younger years, I took a lot of stuff that I would never take right now. Mm -hmm. And um, at, when, I, when I made that decision at an early age of my life not to take it, um, I was labeled as being mean or, mm -hmm. you know, why are you so unfriendly? Or why are you always mm -hmm. acting mean? Or why you get so upset? But no, it wasn't that. It was that I'm trying to tell you how I want to be treated. 
I'm trying to Absolutely. tell you, I look at as respect. You can't tell me what my respect level yeah. is. You can't tell me what bothers me or what doesn't bother me. And I'm okay if you don't appreciate what I'm telling you. But right now, we're not we're not doing this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes you just have to be like forward, and it's 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 not easy all the time. It's not easy all the time, mm -hmm. and it goes back to something you said earlier that <clears throat> when it comes to emotional abuse and you're in a a partner situation, sometimes it's hard to tell a partner. Yo, back up. Yo, I don't like the way you spoke you spoke to me the other night. Or, you know, are we going to talk about this? Are we going to discuss what just happened? And and you got to kind of pick, like my mom used to say, pick your battles. Yeah. And, um, so it's, yeah. it's, I, you know, that that's a, a good subject to, to talk about. And it's, it's also a hard subject to mm -hmm. kind of converse on at times. Mm -hmm. It can be difficult because a lot of times we don't realize how much we're carrying until we put it down. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't. Absolutely. We, we mm -hmm. just don't know, you know, how much we're carrying. And I think that as women, the most difficult thing for me when I see or have experienced emotional abuse, because I have, and I certainly know how to speak up, mm -hmm. um, it's different. If, if we respond, it's she's aggressive. Mm -hmm. She's mean. She's this mm -hmm. and she's that. When you say, no, I'm not tolerating that. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. but if when you defend yourself. Yeah, he's just expressing himself. So I want to be also when you defend yourself. When you right. defend yourself and you put a stop to the abuse mm -hmm. and stop being and, and stop being the victim, then you become the aggressor mm -hmm. in that person's mm -hmm. eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as long as you uh, are, are allowing yourself to be a doormat, then they're okay with that. Mm -hmm. So learning to speak up, Jonette, thank you for sharing. You know, Sherry, you're right. You got to speak up. Jonette, you're right. You have to um, be willing to stand up for yourself. And women do have to treat each other better. And I want to shout that out. Ladies, we have to treat each other better, period. Mm -hmm. We're not in competition. The right. best we can do if we open our hearts and minds is learn from each other. Correct. And if you think um, that somebody thinks they're better than you, that might be something you need to deal with. Mm -hmm. I do want right to say something though to that point when you speak about girlfriends and treating each other better um, what I found in an interest to kind of keep the relationship you know you tend to kind of put up with things maybe that you would not necessarily put up with for the sake of the friendship if you will and I think sometimes when you have an individual who is used to having their way and not necessarily being the fairest, when you step up or you say things, then it's looked at as conflict or confrontation. So I, I had an experience like that. So for me, I, I made clear what my point was. But for me, because I'm not going to argue, I'm not going to go back and forth. Now, there was a time you could get all of the smoke. You could get all of the argument because I live for it. Just like she said, oh, you know, I welcomed it. But at this particular point, I am just protecting my peace. So at this particular point, I'm not willing to engage that way. So, you know, there's no hard feelings, but I'm going to just move around. And that's just where it is. Like, I'm not angry. I'm not harboring any, you know, ill will, No, you know. But I'm going to protect my peace at all costs. At all costs. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I like that. And um, I am. I'm, I'm, in, I'm at that, I'm in that space also. But at the same time, I can flip the script because I, I can't lie. I'm so straightforward. So, <laughs> But I'm thinking about something while we're sitting here talking. And the thing that I'm thinking about is the fact that um, I'm going to talk about me. And we'll forgive. And I'm just saying this for our sisters, you know, uh, as females. We forgive so easily a dude who's done us wrong so many yes. times. But yeah. we will not forgive our sister and we will hold that grudge. And that's where I want us to bring this where sisterhood, solidarity, that right Ooh. to the forefront where we yeah. sometimes we will beat each other up so bad, but we'll mm -hmm. forgive. Uh, I'm going to say just what I mean. A no good joker over mm -hmm. and over again. Um, have him spin the block 50 million times, forgive him over and over again. But we won't do that for our sister. 
and that's where I'm. I I, I will. I refuse to not forgive my sister, and I, I I mean that from my heart. Like if you know, I was on a path. Um, I believe it was three years ago where God sent me back to different people and said, you know, forgive me, forgive me. And I'm telling you, and I I really we really have a good relationship now. So sometimes those relationships that we keep, you know, that we push to the side and we keep saying like, oh my God, you know, this person, I'm not talking to him because that she did this, that or the other. We also have to think about who else are we holding at bay? Who is this mm. person that I can, I can yeah. use my sister's help at this time. Yeah. So I need her. And so I want to be able to forgive her. I'm not telling us to be stepping stones, but if we right. are hard in those relationships for those people who don't mean us no good, if that girlfriend is really a really good girlfriend and you really miss her, I really believe having in that um, come to Jesus moment with her and saying, hey, we need to sit down and talk because I want, I liked our friendship. I wanted us to have a great friendship and I miss our friendship. It may not go back the way it was, but right. just bringing, you know, bringing it home that we kind of, like Annette said, we just have to bring that solidarity back with our sisters. I agree. I know that, that I need women in my life. I need the sister circle. I realize how important it is. I realize the impact that it makes. And I realize that um, it takes a lot sometimes to get to, see, it's not just about saying you forgive. It's gotta be wholehearted. Mm -hmm. You gotta feel it in your heart. Because I know the most difficult thing for me is if I'm talking, if you're my best friend and I'm giving you my secrets, Mm -hmm. And you're friends with my enemy. And we have enemies. Mm -hmm. And my enemy can sit and discuss me. And then you want to come back and tell me I'm compromised already because my business is already mm -hmm. out there. And mm -hmm. I know absolutely. And what absolutely. I have learned was to stop giving my business. We have somebody mm -hmm. in our chat who says, I have zero tolerance for people treating me any kind of way. My name stands for something. All right. My character yes. stands for something. Yes. And how I built myself up stands for something. Virginia Marshall, we love you because that's right. Mm -hmm. on point. Absolutely. Yeah. I was trying to comment on that, but I couldn't. So I'm glad you acknowledged that, Annette, because that is powerful. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, Virginia, thank you for sharing. It, Do you it, think it, maybe, I'm sorry. Do you think maybe the offense when it comes from a trusted friend or, and I think I must speak for me, being a black woman, it's not always very easy to just trust anyone, you know, and the type of person that I am, especially once you've ever had any type of betrayal, like, you know, in your face or directly to you, it becomes really difficult to allow people in. Now, I'm the type of person, you see me, I am so social. I laugh, speak, talk to everyone. But when it comes to my personal circle, family, things like that, I'm very, 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 very selective of who's able to be and occupy that space with me. And I would always tease and say, um, like if I had something or whatever, and um, maybe let's just say coworkers would say, well, why didn't you, you know, invite me? I would have come. And I said, well, you know, I always try to keep my family and my job. You know, they're like church and state. I just don't, you know, I don't mix the two, you know, but it's just like, I think the betrayal becomes a little more hurtful. Not that you can't get past it, but when you can trust a person on a certain level to really tell them what you're going through on a serious level and to find that that individual is elsewhere with something, you know, with your information or your business, sharing it with someone who you know and they know that you guys don't deal with each other. You know, I'm loyal to a fault. So, you know, if I know you don't deal with an individual, there's no conversation on that side. You know, if it's somebody, for example, we work together, you guys didn't deal. There's no conversation there, you know, 
at all. We, we can't discuss this individual. You don't deal with that person. We're not going to discuss it. But a lot of times there's no loyalty. And a lot of times there's no real respect. Mm -hmm. So when you have the, the lack of those things, then it's easy for someone to just betray you and turn around, you know. And that, I think, is what's so hurtful and why it's a little more difficult to get past it. And, yeah, you know, as women, we've all kind of played the fool for that one who was, who, you know. But, Sometimes okay. Sometimes more than one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you play the fool sometimes because you just want to believe in your heart of heart that they're going to get it right. But when you have that person who you let in, you know, your sister, your sister friend, and you trust it, you never expect that person to betray you. It hurts on a different level. So it is difficult to bounce back from it. But I do believe that it is it is doable. I do agree with you with that. It is doable. But there's work. Yeah, because that's a Judas moment, though. That's why. So because that's that that's closeness. And now. I know you're going, you've betrayed me. So now you've betrayed me. Here's, here's Judas. And I'm looking at him saying, so you do me like that, but you knew like, once you find out what they're doing, you're like, okay, so this is what, this is what you do. That's why, the, that's why I hurt so bad. Yes. That's why, that's, yes. that's why I hurt so bad because of that. Yes. Closeness. I'm going to go back to Jonette's point because I think it's very important. First of all, when you forgive somebody, forgive them with your whole heart, right? Mm -hmm. the, thing, the thing that helped me the most, because I've definitely been betrayed on a level that I didn't even understand. But I think what helped me, no, I know what helped me was I recognized that what they were doing actually had nothing to do with me. It was mm -hmm. who they were. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so once I was able to, you know, forgive and get with that, it didn't hurt so much. And I also learned that I can't tell them everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it doesn't mean we can't be friends. It's just that it shifts. You know, mm -hmm. friendships shift. You know, it doesn't mean it has to be eliminated. Mm -hmm. And and Jonette and learning to treat each other better, right? Mm -hmm. It just means that um, it shifts. We know what we can do, what we should do, and we we can't do. Because sometimes we love them as sister friends, right? Mm -hmm. But we know. For example, you know, discussions about our men has to be off limits with them, mm -hmm. right? Or we know that, you know, personal issues with our family has to be off limits because they have a chaotic family mm -hmm. and they function well in chaos. So when you, you, you know, you pouring your heart out about, you know, my sister did this and my brother did this, so you won't believe what they said to me. They function well in that, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So it's personal. Mm -hmm. When in fact, it's not about us, it's them. Mm -hmm. Once I got with that, my, my life got so much better. People would run around saying I was mean, I couldn't be trusted, this, that, and the other, because there was a whisper campaign that you'll read about in my book, her story, broken, All right. mm -hmm. but not broken. Mm. You're going to read about that, honey. I'm going to bring all of that to the documentary. Mm. It's going to be on this podcast beginning July 1st on the first Wednesdays. And hmm. although I can't afford to be sued at the rate that they would sue me, so the names <laughs> will be eliminated or changed. But I'm telling I know you, that's right. I'm going to tell you what they did to me. I'm going to okay. tell you how they dragged me. Mm. And it was my sister. How mm. they dragged me. Mm. And wow. dragged me and expected me to accept it and play nice. And playing, so, yeah, bruised not broken, bruised but not bitter, as I spoke to Shauna about this week. Absolutely, I'm gonna tell the story in her story. Okay. But if you don't walk away from this topic with anything else, please know this once you recognize that when people misbehave, it's about them, it ain't about you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Very when you true. believe everything you hear about somebody, you're a hostage. Yes. Whether you like it or not, determine where you're going to be in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I find that when I get to know people, it works better for me. Because mm -hmm. if I don't get to know you, then I'm operating off of somebody else's thoughts. Exactly. That's right. right. That's right. Let's have another topic. What else? <laughs> that was, that well, was, we could that go was any and everywhere. And, 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 <laughs> 
and it was that was something that definitely needed to be said and it helps people learn how to process when that when those moments of betrayal come upon them mm-hmm. virginia mm-hmm. has some additional beautiful um comments um go ahead and read them share in the in the comment section so she says first she thank you for acknowledging her um I know I'm going to take her name wrong. I always do. Andre. Andreen. 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 I've been saying this forever. And Virginia, Miss Virginia also said, I had betrayal and it hurt me deeply. 30 years of friendship. Miss Virginia, it happened to me too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I still love the person deeply. But you sided it with someone who hates me. I love her from a distance. I had to forgive her so I could move on. We can Absolutely. never be friends anymore because the trust and loyalty is totally broken. I completely and utterly can relate to that. Um, when it happened to me, the young lady's husband um, said, y'all need to fix this. It's, you know, 30 years of friendship is not something that, that you can just easily throw away. And she told her husband to mind his business. So that let me know that she didn't want to savage our relationship. So I moved right. on mm-hmm. and protected my peace. You know, sometimes pride gets in the way too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what I say? I'm, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the revelation. Okay. Once you know who a person is and they always say when a person show you who they are believe them them. it's difficult sometimes but when it's revealed to you and you can clearly see it i just thank god for the revelation because now i know exactly how to deal with you like she said oh certain things are off limits like i don't have to be nasty and not speak my mom always said the time of day is do a dog so i always speak but I, never heard I know that. you for who you are. You've never heard this. Well, what's that mean? What I mean? What I mean? <laughs> okay. Well, the phrase just basically means that it's not going to hurt you or kill you to just speak. You can speak. Like, for example, if you walk in a room full of people, let's say it's three people in there that you actually don't speak to, but when you give a general hello, it covers everybody in the room. Whether they speak okay. back or not, it's done. Okay. Okay. So the time of day is due for even a dog. The dog even gets the, the 24 hours. You understand what I'm saying? So at the very end of the day, you don't have to do yourself any disservice. You don't have to go out of your way to be nasty. You don't have to do any of that. You know who that person is. You recognize what that person is. And you're able to see them and you're able to proceed. Now you know. So you can't be taken unaware. So I, 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 uh, oh, I completely agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Thank you for letting me see who they are. And now I know how to proceed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. You know, the other thing is, um, I think it's important to understand this. And this is where we sometimes miss the message. You know how you get together and you're chitting and chatting with your girlfriends and you're talking about people, places and things. Okay. And that the dog who's bringing the juicy bone or the sister who's bringing the juicy bone. Is not going to take a piece of that mill and gristle back. Mm. But they are. They are. And that, that's been my experience. I'm not really one to gossip. You know, the fair, light gossip. Like, girl, I hated those shoes. And then I tell them the same thing. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, no, no dog eat dog. That's never been my style. I don't like it. You know, and I think that. I used to tell somebody all the time who would gossip about everybody given the opportunity. Why are you telling me? Tell them. I can't fix it. Mm-hmm. You gotta tell them. So I think, you know, I'd like the audience to recognize as well tonight that when they bring it, they're taking it. They, it. they gotta take it. a piece of that gristle back. Carry it. You know, um, one of the things people do is store information, you know, to use now or later. Mm-hmm. It's human nature. But you have to determine. I've, you know, I've, also, I've also, it, it took me a while to learn this, to learn this about relationships, uh, friendships, etc. 
is that sometimes friendships aren't meant to be long term. There it is. There it is. Time, and we don't always know that time. That's that's God's information. That's God's revelation. That time will be, and it can, you know, you you can sit there and think like, what did I do, or what what happened, or whatever, and you may never get that answer. But just know, I used I always say, you know, Lord, show me in retrospect what I missed. Like, mm -hmm. what didn't I see that might have been out there for me to see? And mm -hmm. I just ignored it. And and because I ignored it, you removed it from me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes you don't, it's not even like Annette was saying, it's not even about you. It's yeah. about what's going on in that other person's life. It's yeah. about what's going on in the world. It's about all kinds of things that could be centered around you. And it has nothing to do with that other person. It's just like, like, I'm going to tell you all now, I'm sort of like Dosha, I'm kind of straight up front. I, 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 for me, I'm going through some black cloud. I, I don't know what's happened in the past mm -hmm. year, year and a half of my life. It has been an emotional battle, an emotional struggle. I could mm -hmm. look right at you and not see you right now. And it is not mm -hmm. because I'm trying to ignore you. It is not because I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I see you, but I don't see you. It's one of those kind of things. And so I just ask y'all, if y'all see me somewhere and I don't acknowledge you or whatever, it has nothing to do with you. It's what's going on in, with me right now. And I think that we we need to be honest enough with ourselves to be able to say these things and have these kind of conversations. But it's hard because sometimes you, you always can't. But I'm glad as women, we're sitting here talking about this tonight. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm letting y'all know I ain't right right now, but God willing, I'll get there. But it's mm -hmm. going to take me some time to get to that. But I'm, I'm working on it every day. That self-reflection right there is a jewel. Yes. That's a jewel. Most people don't get that, Jonette. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Or won't admit it. Other people mm -hmm. won't admit it. You know, come on, y'all. They won't admit it. If you know who you are and what you're doing and you're living right, don't concern yourself with what other people think or say. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. nobody's in your shoes. Nobody mm -hmm. except you. Your shoes aren't big enough to fit mm -hmm. to you. Yeah, and we're all fighting inner demons and things that we want to uh, fix within ourselves. I know I do. Every mm -hmm. day we have to tell ourselves a different story, and that story is that um, we're worth it and mm -hmm. that we're great. And that yeah. um, as women, um, yeah. we have to constantly uh, give ourselves daily affirmations of who we really are and what we uh, really want to accomplish, what we're about. Um, and this is not just for African-American women, but just for women, period. Like yeah. I said earlier, on a constant basis, what we go through daily, I don't care if it's with kids, family, mm -hmm. depending on where you rank in the family, if you are now the matriarch, uh, whether you're not the matriarch, you could be in the middle somewhere and still be the person who's uh, taking care of everything. And I think taking care of ourselves, that self-care, that is key. That's first and foremost. Mm -hmm. I remember this minister said this one time and thinking about all of us talking about people betraying us. And um, I got to say sometimes, um, you know, I, 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 I told you I'm so straightforward. So <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh when I get ready to say something because we done threw some of the dirt out there. Like when our younger selves, before we got ourselves together, oh, absolutely. We absolutely. Stuff, so we got to turn around and say, I'm not saying like the young lady, um, Virginia, like what she went through. I get that. And like different people have gone through a lot of things. Um, yeah. Just because I forgive people doesn't mean that they're... Uh, really close to me and they get all my secrets. That's a, that's a negative. I stopped that. But what mm -hmm. I'm saying is that as women, self-caring, I think right now for us and Johnette uh, just saying what she said, that's mm -hmm. real. Like you, that brings yep. times. I'm, I'm so all over the place. And right now um, I, I see you. I have nothing against you, but sometimes yep. I'm just not there at that moment. And, and I like that, mm -hmm. Jeanette. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was powerful. Sherry, what do we have in the comments? So John Day asked a question, but okay. do you think you should, and I'm thinking that this means correct. It might've been the way he typed it. It could have um, autocorrect. The person that's talking about someone you, you know, because why feel comfortable to talk about them in front of you? That's the point. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. 
If somebody, no, nobody man. could come to me and talk about any woman on this post and there you go. that I feel comfortable with, I'll stop them dead in their tracks. And they're trying. Mm -hmm. People feel comfortable yep. enough doing it with yep. you says they brought the bone and they taking bone back. Mm -hmm. You know, so but then you become the person. I'm sorry, you become the person that oh, she's their flunky, or you better not say anything around them. Like you know, you can't say anything about that person. It is you know, but all because so you you understand it about me, and I you say, to listen, say don't bring me. it to me because I don't want to hear it. About it. There I you go. That. Mm -hmm. That's all right with me. What I say a lot of times is that's your relationship with that person. I don't have that kind of relationship. And so because I don't have that kind of relationship, we're not going to have that conversation until mm -hmm. I see what you see me and her. Okay. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times like you know, they'll try to get you to come in their corner and yep. tell them in a minute, I have to take people for how they treat me. I don't, you know, okay. I can't judge how they treat somebody else. I just judge how they right. treat me. And if right. that's how they treat you, then that's something that's between you and them. But mm -hmm. I have never had that kind of conflict with this person. So I don't know what you're talking about. That's mm -hmm. and that there usually shuts it down. Mm -hmm. There you mm -hmm. go. Sherry, what okay, we have, we, we have a comment. We have a comment from Mark Broach. I don't know if it's pastor or I don't know which it's pastor. designation. Definitely okay. pastor. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pastor Broach. Ladies, your greatness is not determined by moments, but your long-term selves. You ladies are great praying for all of you. Oh, Thank, wow. you, Pastor Thank you, Pastor Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey. Jennifer Broach's significant other. Yes. The first lady, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So, Jonette, that's powerful again. Oh, thank you. You know, been um, around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see, see, and that's the other thing. You know, the younger generation says, oh, you're old fashioned. You don't know what you're talking about. Experience can never be substituted. Right. Absolutely. Never. And so if we're sharing experience, strength, and hope with you, it might behoove you to listen, unless you just want to make those mistakes. Mm. We're telling you, you don't have to. We've experienced it. We got bruised. They tried to break us. Mm -hmm. And here's how we came out of it. But if you don't want to listen to that, there's not, you know, much we can do mm -hmm. except keep it moving. So, Jonette, no matter how long you've been around, you're spilling some good stuff. Thank you. On this uh, last Wednesday podcast for <laughs> the Sister Curve. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as women that we have to talk about, and it's okay to talk about them live and share with women that emotional abuse happens. It's not always a significant other. Mm -hmm. It's people in our lives who impact us, who bruise us, but they don't have to break us and we don't have to be bitter. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. Okay, so John Day says, I like that. I'm glad you stated that. And Dream says, Say it, Johnette Smart. <laughs> and Miss Virginia says, Thank you, Pastor. Yeah. What are your thoughts in, in this, you know, um, relative to what Johnette shared about? I, I, I'm at a place in my life where if it costs me my peace, I can't afford it. And I, I've learned to enjoy my own company where I don't need to be surrounded constantly by friends that may betray me. Mm. That's, that's so important. One of the reasons we rebranded from Coaching You For You and created an enterprise that includes a supper club. It's called, there's a seat at the table for you. There's a chair at the table for you. Mm -hmm. It's because we also want to get together and do some fine dining. You know, uh, there's a piano bar in Bordentown. There's Ulubala's downtown. There's places we can meet up and just have dinner, you know, with speakers who can share things with us right on the spot. Jeanette seems like a great candidate right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For that speaker position for our first supper club meetup, 
And that, that club is not just open to women and it's not just black women. The sister curb is not just black women. Good. It's black, brown, white, vanilla, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's sisters. And us Again, sharing I've been food. called all those flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so you gotta laugh at yourself, right? <laughs> Little sun on the boat helps. <laughs> you know, but this podcast is open to all women. And the supper club, which we're gonna determine a, a, a specific day that we meet, is open to men too. And women will be sharing their experience, strength, and hope. And the brothers can step in and share theirs. So we want to have a moment where we're socializing and talking about the things that impact us. We also have a travel club that's going to Paris. It's independent travel. We just pick the travel agent. The travel agent sets it up. We give you a list of things you can do, and you determine how or when you do them. It's independent travel with a group. So Word on the Curb did not just change its name. It's different, it's exciting, it's new, and it includes you. And so ladies, this has been a wonderful discussion. I'm gonna have to ask all of you to come back in June and we'll increase it. We can have up to 10 people, we'll increase it. And we'll pick a topic, you know, that we talk about. Dosha, Jonette, Shauna, Sherry, you pick it. Sherry is about that real estate life, life. <laughs> and she's making moves and making money. If you're interested, uh-huh. link up with her. Mm. She's got it, you know. And uh, Dosha, I want to thank you. I've known Dosha since she was a tiny little thing, and <laughs> that we all worked, <laughs> which shall remain nameless. We don't want to get sued. That's going to be in a broken, uh, <laughs> not broken, first story book. One of those places, anyway. And we don't want to get sued. But I've known Dosha forever. Shauna is my family. And Jeanette is a friend that I've always admired and respected. And the Thank reason you. I've always admired her and respected her is because I'm not always in people's face. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an introvert mm-hmm. with extrovert tendencies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, people have a hard time believing that, but I am. Yeah, I'm saying And I pick and choose, you know, where I am because I want my sister circle to be working. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, Jonette may not realize it, but I chose her because I like like what she talks about. I like what she does. And it's not all talk, the action. Mm -hmm. Action and that traction, baby. And, And I appreciate that. Shauna makes me laugh. (laughs) <laughs> this makes me laugh. She should do comedy. She makes me laugh. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have a, a live Zoom where you guys can come in, you know, bring your wine, juice, water, or tea, bring mm-hmm. a small meal and sit with me and a comedian. Oh. You'll be at home. Okay. <laughs> home. And we'll be doing comedy. That's the enterprise that I talk about with Word on the Curb. It's all about people, places, and things and bringing folks together. And tonight, you guys just, you know, did a great job and dropped some jewels. So I want to ask each each of you, starting with Jeanette and then working our way around to Shauna, to just, you know, leave our audience with one last thing that you want them to know and remember about tonight. Wow, Annette, thank you. And ladies, thank you. I've, I've been around Dosha before, but not the other ladies. But I, I think tonight was an eye-opener, and I think we all learned something. And I truly yeah. look forward to having a discussion continue and being among your, amongst your company in the future. Thank you, Annette, so much. Thank you. Sherry. I'm distracted. Coco just came in. That dog. <laughs> that dog rules your life. You said you were going to train I'm, that dog. I that dog is I training can, you. I cannot sit still. She come. Show them what she, she looks like. 
She on mute. We can't hear you. Uh -oh, you done mute. muted yourself. Fussing <laughs> about the dog. She just came out from a walk, so she's filthy dirty, and she's trying to jump on me in this chair. Um, so the, the, the one thing that I would, um, again, like to add is protect your peace. If, if, yeah. if, what is, if, protect your peace. That's, that's my, that's my two cents. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Dosha. Um, I say, I refuse to let anybody take up space in this mental right here. It's not happening. And I, um, a lot of people say that they don't have people that take up their space, but in their conversations daily, you notice that it's there and you can see the bitterness instead of the betterness. So I would say, don't let anybody take up your space. All right. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say it was awesome to speak with you guys. Okay. Yes. Um, very insightful. Um, the one takeaway that I would say would essentially be continue to grow, you know, because as you grow, you know, you open your mind a lot more to things that you might have been closed off to as a younger you, you know, and I'm learning that. So I'm being mindful and purposeful about growing, you know, constantly growing and taking the, the tidbits of wisdom that you get here and there. So, Jonette, you know, I'm living for you this evening. OK, so, you know, it, it really is a, a good thing. So that's my takeaway from the night. I thought it was just an awesome conversation with mature people. So loved it. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring on some younger people, too, just so you know, because good. we need to hear from our younger sisters. What they're thinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So uh, Shadira Lee is one of our younger sisters who will be joining us. Uh, next month and a few others because there's so much we have to talk about and so much we need to say. And the message that we're going to send out, I promise you, is going to reach thousands of people, not just here, Good. but in Norfolk, in Delaware, in Philly, and in New York. It, we we uh, boost out to the tri-state area. So we're going to reach, you know, quite a few people. And hopefully there'll be enough men brave enough to do the second Wednesday of the month. We're the last Wednesday of the month. Nice. Do the second Wednesday of the month and have the same type of conversation. Oh, that would be nice. About, you know, things they're talking about and experiencing. So we're not just going to talk about, you know, uh, emotional abuse. We're going to talk about men. Yeah, we're going to talk about And we're going to talk about money. And well, oh, we're going to talk about the money. Yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. What we're talking about. We're going to talk about what jo Jonette said: building, improving our relationships. We're going to talk about what Dosha said about learning how to combat, you know, the abuse and deal with people who are not always favorable to us. We're going to talk about a lot of that stuff. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about what Shauna said. We're going to talk about these things and we're going to share about them because all of us have been bruised, but not broken. That's right. Yes. And in her story, you want to stay tuned for the documentary, her story. Yeah. It's going to be live. It's, it, it's not a movie. It's me. And at times there'll be other people joining me to talk about some of the things I experienced. And just to give you a little preview here, we're going to talk about three doctors in the area who attempted to rape me. We're gonna talk about the abuse that I suffered on my job mm. or a job, a job. There you go. You don't wanna get sued, a job. Yeah, we're that's gonna protect, that's about, protect your civil rights sister. That's right. we're, gonna about, <laughs> we're gonna talk about a prominent family that started a whisper campaign. We're oh. gonna talk about friends that betrayed. We're gonna talk about friends that helped, but the book is her story. And it's about being broken, not broken. It's about being bruised, not broken, and not bitter. Mm -hmm. So ladies, I want to thank you for joining me here at the Sister Curve tonight. The Sister Curve is about people, places, and things, and what's happening out there in the street. And I want you to remember, I don't care where you live, you got a street. We don't have neighborhoods. We have. We don't have... Uh, this, we have that. Listen, I, I'm not perfect. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not perfect. I'm so perfectly imperfect. 
I'm a skilled at on that perfectly imperfect. I'm perfectly imperfect. And you see behind me, what does it say? Solidarity wins. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Jeanette spoke to it. We got to be better mm -hmm. with each other and to each other. Mm -hmm. And we have to build circles that can't be broken. I want right. to thank you for joining me here this evening. I again want to shout out the people I love. You know, I have a grandson. He's four years old, and he is the boss of me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you had this experience. I know Sherry has. Mm. Her grandkids, you know, so our legacy matters. And in building our legacy, we got to build our money. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, Imagine mm -hmm. if 20 of us got together with a thousand dollars each and bought a piece of property, redeveloped it, and sold it. I I'm ready. Sold it. I'm ready. <laughs> how it works. I want to say good night and I want to thank all of you for joining me here this evening. Now, Sherry, before we go, because I don't have my glasses on, I'm trying to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me uh, who has the most comments? In you, the, um, you 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 hear who's having the most comments right now? Who <laughs> <laughs> has the most comments? Because that's the person who wins the gift certificate for lunch to Ula Bottles. Miss Virginia. Miss Virginia. I need you to reach out to me, inbox me. You have won the gift certificate for this evening on the Sister Curve. We're always going to have some type of giveaway, and you don't have to live near to receive it. Mm -hmm. So thank you, uh, Virginia Marshall, I believe it is, for participating. And thank you, Sherry, for helping me moderate. I'll see you guys next month, I hope. All right. <laughs> thank you. Mr. Curb. Bye. Hey. Word on the Curb podcast. Good night.